This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. I'm also on the Bucks. They're going to take a 3-0 series lead after tonight, and uh, we'll see if the Heat can salvage some game. But as far as tonight, the Bucks are going to win. Off balance, off the glass, put back in. The miss by Holiday, the put back by Giannis. Not put up a three tonight, and of course, three is not his forte. Down low they go, what a pass, as DiVincenzo lasers one inside for Giannis out of the Kumbo. On the BetQL Audio Network. Welcome in, it's Friday, May 28th, right before the holiday weekend. I uh, hope you guys get something done today. It's Joe Ostrowski along with Chris Ronge. You've got Eli Hershkovich, our executive producer, Jake Hassan, Jake Galley, Dylan Burns, also working on the show, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. Pete Jensen from NHL Network will drop by at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Jeffrey Benson from Circa Sports. They made a huge announcement yesterday. You're going to want to check this out. Made me think that I need to make a trip out to Vegas. And uh, also in the final hour of the show, ESPN's Doug Kazarian. We'll talk about his big win in NFL tra- uh, draft prop betting uh, that went public a couple of weeks ago. And we'll, of course, hit the NBA playoffs with Doug. Raji, it was one of those uh, nights that we have this time of the year with the NBA NHL playoffs going on simultaneously that um, at the end of the night, you look up like, oh yeah, the hockey was a lot more exciting. That, w- that was much better. I don't care how much uh, of an NBA fan you are. Uh, well, that's what happens a lot in the NHL playoffs, yeah. that the games are closer. You go to overtime, you get the overtime winners happened in Nashville uh, last night, for example. That's why, for a lot of people, playoff hockey is the best of all the playoffs. And I totally get that. And I think, you know, in a lot of respects, they're right because the the action, it doesn't ever stop. I mean, there are timeouts, but there are just not that many of them. The pace is there. And every time the puck gets anywhere near the goal in a tie game and it's late or it's overtime, it's a uh, it's sphincter clinching time, you know. Like yes, every it time, is, it, it's just it is so much fun uh, when it gets to be like that. And you know what? To be honest, there have been a couple of really good NBA playoff games so far, but there have mm-hmm. been a lot of blowouts too. A lot yeah. of games that are just decided before you get to like the third quarter, which you know I, I think that'll even out a little bit as the series go on here, but. So far, there have only been a handful of really good games. Meanwhile, in hockey, all kinds of overtime. Yeah, not to complain at all with the NBA, because this is what you get in the first round. But uh, yeah. there, it looks like there are going to be a number of sweeps. Very, very chalky start. Even though going in, we thought, okay, man, all these matchups in the West, this could be a nip and tuck here. We're not mm. really sure. That's what makes it so exciting this year. And then uh, at the end of the first round, we'll probably... Probably pretty easy to to call. A couple, we might have a game seven or two, including Denver-Portland. 
And uh, not many expected the Nuggets to get out to a 2-1 series lead, but they did. And uh, speaking of hockey, Hurricanes advance. They win in six. So now six of the eight teams are set for round number two. And I think you'll see this tweeted a few times. You might hear it on the broadcast a time or two this evening. Best two words in sports. Game seven tonight. That that's going to be a, that's that's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, just what's on the line is you know if you don't have a dog in the fight, I'd assume that you probably want the Knights to win because uh, we've all been waiting on Knights halves. Joe. Um... I know that we're a little bit different. You're not as social as I am. You hate people. I love people. There is nothing more fun. You do to me. not love people. Yes, I do. I love uh, people. As you've I gotten older, recent years, I think you hate more and more people. Like the list is growing. Do okay, you, well, that's. Do you disagree okay. with that? No, no, you're right about. Oh, that. okay. Uh, yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I first uh, started you, at the school. Yeah, you used to love started, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. When I first started at 670 uh, in Chicago, uh, my first, you know, couple of months, there was a producer there. And I walk <laughs> in. You remember Eric Beverly? You remember him? I walk into the studio and I'm in a great mood. This guy's like, what just this, this MF is always happy. What's he happy about? There's nothing to be happy about right now. Uh, yeah, I think things changed a little bit over the years, but I still love people. So what I was going to say, Joe, is. Uh, a game. No, no, wait, wait. Let me let, let me add to that. He would yeah. every, and then it became every time he would see you, and you'd be smiling. And I think most <laughs> of the reason that you'd be smiling is because he was one of those people. Like there, we all know people like this. When you see them, you just smile. Like you're happy yes, to be around yes. them, and you want to uh, soak it all in because there's no other character like this person. Yeah. And you know, in our business, we've come across many individuals like this. But and Eric is one of those people, man. Yes. Just talking about him, I'd love, love to have beers with him one night. Oh, that would he's, be so much fun. He's, but, and I yeah, haven't seen him in so many years. But every time you see you, you'd be like, something is wrong with that guy. And he was <laughs> serious as a heart attack, man. He's like, something's wrong with that guy. What, 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 what's he always walking around smiling? There ain't enough happiness in the world <laughs> for Chris Rogers to be smiling that much. Well, things changed a little. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but, but... The point I was trying to make, Joe, is that I love one of my favorite things ever is to be out in a social setting, maybe the uh, the local uh, watering hole, a pub when a game seven is happening. I just I love it. I, I love when, when everybody's out where we're enjoying some some beverages responsibly and there's some game seven hockey on the TV yeah. in front of us. And then if it goes to overtime, it's even better. And like tonight, it's going to be a later game for us who live. Well, if you live on the East coast, if you live in the Midwest, it's mm-hmm. going to be an eight o'clock start nine o'clock. If you live on the East coast. Uh, and I got to tell you, those are the most fun. I just, I love those nights and um, I'm glad we get one of them tonight. I guess there have been uh, some people betting on overtime for every game. If you've been doing that in the first You're making round, a lot of money, you are cashing <laughs> and you cashed both games last night. Uh, Montreal Toronto also went to overtime. So uh, that series extends to at least six games. Uh, so that'll be it, it's weird. It's one of, we're in one of those scheduling issues. I don't know if it's much of an issue, but um, tomorrow got the second round starting in the mm-hmm. Stanley Cup playoffs. <laughs> and then Montreal Toronto might have a couple games left. Right. I, yeah. it, it's so odd that it's happening this way. I mean, yeah. ideally, you want all the first round or round series to be finished before you move on to the second round 
um, that, yeah, you're not getting that this year. Yep, no doubt. All right, let's let's hit on the NBA. A few things in Major League Baseball we want to touch on for sure. But Lakers Suns, man, this is a the series of the first round, and it's probably going to be a short one. Like the results we had last night, two of the three series, you know, in the Lakers one, I know it's only a one game advantage, but it felt like two series ended last night. One of them being the Lakers, AD, another impressive uh, performance, but this is a Lakers squad that was dealing with their own injuries throughout the season. They were just trying to navigate that, avoid the playing tournament. They weren't able to do that. They dealt with it, moved on, but uh, here they sit and um, they're benefiting from the opposing team's injury. The big one, Chris Paul, yep. I mean, even when he was out there. He's not he, right. He had one hand, and, and for the second consecutive game, I don't care what they say, Monty Williams is like, oh, yeah, he's recovered from mm. a bruised shoulder. Yeah, mm. well, that's not the injury anyways. Listen, Chris Paul's not out there in the fourth quarter again. So, I mean, that your actions speak louder than words. What we're going to find out at the end of the year is that he has to have surgery. You yeah. know, that's it's it's leading toward that. But it's amazing that he's even trying to be out there and play, because like you said, he's he's walking around. He's running around with one arm. I mean, you can you can tell that he's he doesn't have use of one of his arms. And it was one arm man. Yeah, one arm man. And it's uh, you find that man. Uh, and it's kind of remarkable even that. He gave him seven and five and six last night. Just, I mean, just mm -hmm. to do that when he's clearly not even close to 100%. And you're right about that. It did feel like, okay, this is over. It, it felt like if Phoenix didn't stay out in front of Los Angeles as the series go on, you know, at least take a 2-1 lead here. If they fell behind at all, it does feel like this is over because you look on the other side and the two guys who matter the most are killing it right now. Uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and I don't think uh, I don't think LeBron is 100% either, but still he's effective. And there were times last night where he looked dominant again. So if those two guys are right and they continue to get better as the series goes on, the series isn't going to go on for very much longer. New series prices out this morning: the Lakers with a two-one series lead. It is now Lakers minus eight thirty-five. Have to bet eight hundred thirty-five dollars mm. to win a hundred. These Suns are plus five hundred. Yeah, that thing's over. So is Milwaukee, Miami, one thirteen to eighty-four. And I think most people uh, believe that the storyline here is what the Bucks are doing with a three-zero lead. They're the team that's been bounced early with all this talent. Last night, that was Miami. What a bunch of losers, man. That was so wow. bad. Wow. <laughs> that was so pathetic. Like you're going home. Yeah, you think your shooters are going to get back on track. It's a it's a must-win game. You cannot go down 0-3 or the season is over and they put up 84 points. It is not like the Bucks had an impeccable performance, man. We we've seen Milwaukee look much better and at one point they're up by 32 in a must-win game season over for the Heat, of course. And and they shot 38% from the field, which just under 38%, which is that's not going to get it done in a game that you you don't call it a must win, but it's as close to a must win as you it could was. possibly have. I mean, their next game is obviously by definition must win because if they don't, their season is over. But you can't fall back three nothing 
against this team that over the last couple of weeks of the regular season, at least, appeared to be clicking. They, they, the, the Bucks had found themselves. And, uh, you know, going into the playoff series, I think, I, not I think, I mean, we were talking about whether or not a repeat of last year would happen if they would be disappointing in the playoffs again, despite the fact they got an MVP on their team. That ain't happening now. Um, I don't know how far they're going to go. I, I don't pick them to win the East, but I'm telling you, they are, it, 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 they're not going to be beat in the series, clearly, and it's yeah. not a team that I'd want to mess with on the way to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I know that for a fact. Um, Jimmy Butler's got to be better. I mean, he scored 19 last night, but he's the star of the show, and it, it sucks that that's all on him. It sucks for him. But if you want to be a superstar, which he does, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to play better than he did. And if you look at the plus minus numbers, mm-hmm. he was a minus twenty six last night. I mean, he was it was, and, and it's not all on him, obviously. But when he was on the floor, things did not go well for them, and uh, certainly went much better for Milwaukee. And it's and again, it's not his doing. It's just that he did not contribute in a more meaningful way. Did you see Drew Holiday's plus minus last night? Drew Holiday last night Better. had a uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What plus is it? Forty one. Yeah, plus forty one. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Milwaukee doesn't have a big three, but they worked on things defensively throughout the regular season. A lot of criticism on Bootenholzer because. People have made up their mind on this guy. He can't make adjustments in the playoffs. And uh, now look at the the great defense they had last season is now regressing. Well, they were working on things. They were preparing for this moment. I don't know if they'll be able to match Brooklyn, but I can't wait to find out. Milwaukee doesn't have a big three, but they have one great player and two really, really good ones in Drew Holiday. And uh, and Middleton holiday with 19 and 12 last night, all, all three of those dudes uh, got involved and there, there is no reason to believe that this thing uh, isn't going to be a sweep and that it wraps up tomorrow. Uh, teams that go up three Oh, best of seven series, 140 and Oh, so. Yeah, it's yeah. it. And, and in the NBA in particular, when, um, well, I think it's true in all sports, but confidence is such a, a, a huge factor. Mm-hmm. If you, I mean, I don't know how you have any of that if you're Miami. You know, you've been demoralized to this point, and you really haven't put up much of a fight along the way. I don't know how you have anything left for game four. I didn't hear anyone taking Denver last night to cover or to win. No. Uh, Blazers close as three and a half point favorites. Denver wins outright 120 to 115. The Nuggets take a 2 1 series edge. Jokic, unbelievable once again, just like he was all year. And, you, you know, we talked about it before the series started. Wow, how is this 3 6 matchup a pick em? Why are so many people on Portland? Well, it, it was more of a fade of the Nuggets because it was Jokic, and then you got Gordon, and then kind of. All these guys just filling out a roster, and they're get they're going to have to log heavy minutes. Look at that backcourt. Austin Rivers didn't have a team a little over a month ago. He was available for people, and he had a massive fourth quarter. He was five for ten from beyond the arc last night. People are learning the name name of Campazzo. He had a big performance. So it's really people fading the Nuggets. Uh, many people waking up today very shocked that the Nuggets are leading this series. Yeah, and, and Rivers scored, uh, well, he was exactly 50% from the field. You mentioned the 5 for 10 from 3, 7 for 14 
field goals overall. Terrific game by him. I don't know if they can keep that up and get the same sort of production um, in the next game, but that was fun to watch. I love to see the bit player come in and do what he did. How many times have you watched the bias play? Oh, probably six. Yeah, I I think more for me. Yeah. Unbelievable. We'll talk about that later on. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Raji. This is BetQL Daily coming up next. We'll tell you how to bet the Friday NBA card on the BetQL Audio Network.